Well, I imagine it's going to be a lot like uh, an extended hotel takeover. Just a really, really big hotel for a really long time. (laughs) You can't get away from it. Yeah, you're on a boat. You can't just leave if you don't like it. Welcome to Two Hot Wives. A podcast where two friends in open marriages explore the exciting world of unconventional sex. Hey hotties, I'm Kat. And I'm Ams, and we're the Two Hot Wives. Tonight we're talking about swinger cruises. Swinger cruises, holy shit. Like the whole idea of this is crazy. A little overwhelming. Crazy. Imagine taking the largest cruise ship on the ocean and filling it full of swingers. It is the largest cruise ship too. Yeah. So we have decided to go on a bliss cruise. Now we decided this on a whim. That's true. Right? A drunken whim. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, you know, when we decided to do it, there weren't very many rooms even available. We were worried that we weren't even going to be able to do it. Yeah. We knew nothing about the ship and bliss or anything about it when we booked. We pretty much took the word of Tiff and Rachel, the sapphic swingers. Sapphic swingers. Who were so excited about it and kind of talked us into it. That's right. So we wasn't difficult for them though. No, no. That, I mean, th- this is their thing. They've yeah. gone three or four, no, five or six years. Well, you I could think. just see their excitement for it and how much time they put into it and how many people they have going with them. And it just sounded like so much fun. We needed to join that party. Yeah. So we booked it without planning it, without doing a lot of research. The week before we're leaving, we just really started researching it now for right. the podcast more than anything else. So you know, we're kind of going into this with very fresh eyes, not a lot of expectations, but it's going to be pretty fucking crazy, I suspect. Yeah, there's a lot of people. I mean, yeah. it's I think it's like 4,500 people on a boat that holds 6,500? So over 6,000. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before we get into it, Kat, what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking the Dirty Snowman. Oof, the Dirty Snowman. It's a vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. with salted caramel whiskey mm-hmm. and espresso liqueur. So, so yummy. And I blend it all up like a milkshake, an adult milkshake. Yeah. Well, since this is our last episode of, of the, the year, year, you can get the most highly caloric drink. That's right. We have ever made. <laughs> it is, definitely. But right before your New Year's resolutions have to kick in. So enjoy. Indulge. I hope you're having the most amazing <laughs> holiday season, whatever you celebrate, and have big, amazing New Year's Eve plans. Because this is the last time you're going to hear from us until 2022. That's right. Crazy. Yeah. So enjoy. Cheers to the dirty snowman. Cheers. And with our cocktails, we need some hot tails. <gasps> Ams, what is your hot tail? My hot tail for tonight is a house party. Oh, 
Yeah. We've been talking a lot about house parties. In fact, we just put out some bonus content on house parties and how to throw a really amazing one. And I was invited to a house party. Actually, you and Mr. Cat were also invited mm-hmm. to this house party. And I love this couple. They are so smart, so generous. Their house is absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. and it's great to entertain. But I had been to a house party at their house before. And it was kind of up that vibe of, all right, everybody, let's go downstairs and get ready to play and kind of one big group play Mm -hmm. area, which is, you know, not typically how I enjoy meeting and and playing with new couples. I'm just not, I'm not going to play with somebody I've just met at a house party. Mm -hmm. It's just not my thing. I need to get to know people better before I jump into this act. So, um, Well, and I like to go at my own pace. Yeah. I don't like to be told, okay, it's time, everybody, let's go. So I had some concerns going to the party and a friend of mine, unicorn friend, who's also very close with this couple, had reached out and said, hey, are you excited for the party? Are you all ready to go? And I, I let her know, actually, I'm a little... Nervous isn't the right word, but I'm a little concerned that the vibe is going to be similar to what it was before. And, you know, I'm, I'm absolutely going to go and I'm going to have a good time, but I don't want to like invite new people to come with me because I don't know if that's their thing. And I, you know, I just don't want a situation where somebody feels uncomfortable and I was the one who invited them. And she wrote me back and she was like, no, it's going to be totally different vibe. There's going to be no play spaces. I think they were taking notes <laughs> from our bonus content. She's like, you know, we're going to make sure there's places where people can go and hang out and drink and have good food and listen to music. Play is not mandatory. I went to a party at their house the week before and there was no play. So don't worry about that. Get that out of your head. It's going to be a totally different experience. So I felt really good going into it. I was trying to just have a different attitude going in. And I really like this couple. I really want to be supportive of them hosting parties. Yeah, they're great. I mean, Mm -hmm. this was my first time ever going to their house and Mm -hmm. they were so gracious and sweet. Absolutely. So we get to the party and they've set up a tent in their backyard. Their backyard is beautiful. They have a giant heated pool. That was the craziest thing. You could see the steam coming off the pool. It was beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful. And they have a little pool house and and they had a great spread. Everything was outside. It was getting a little bit chilly. So I would have loved five degrees warmer. Yeah. But they did have a tent with heaters with a heater in there yeah 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 so they set that space up really really nicely and that's where people kind of arrived and got to know each other a little bit and i was talking with people that i had met before a, a very sweet couple who's been to our house parties were there so we chatted for a while and i was just hanging out drinking oh my goodness the host made me a drink called a sparkly unicorn <laughs> and it was really fun it was a like a gin and tonic, but it's a gin that starts blue. And then as you add the tonic water and a little bit of lime, it turns pink. So it's like magical. (laughs) I have to figure out what that gin is. I'm going to ask her the next time I see her, but that was really fun. And then right around 10 o'clock, they're like, hey, the playroom's open. No pressure. You can go in or not. Mr. Ams is kind of like ready to go ready to go <laughs> to the playroom. So I think he went down with our unicorn friend pretty soon after the announcement came out that it was open. 
And I went to join them pretty shortly after that. And I was talking with another guest who I'd never met before, who was very sweet. And we were chatting for a while and I mixed myself some really good whiskey, like whiskey on the rocks with just a a couple of dashes of of bitters. And it was awesome. So I'm drinking my whiskey and I'm watching all the play that's happening. But I wasn't feeling like any kind of pressure to join in. I was watching Mr. Ams and our unicorn friend kissing and touching. And she started to go down on him. She went on her knees and she was going down on him. And then she sat him down on like an ottoman and laid him out while she was going down on him. And I was like, hmm, I kind of want to get in on that action, but I didn't want to get undressed. <laughs> so I I actually... Oh my God, you cracked me up. I swear. <laughs> my outfit was really cute. You know, I felt really comfortable. I didn't want to take my clothes off. I didn't want to take my clothes off. I still wanted off. to have sex. Yeah, so totally. Leave it well, to you to figure it out. Okay. <laughs> well, so my my outfit, I have to say it was like the perfect you were, house party you outfit. You look really cute. I had on like a little mini dress, long Mm -hmm. sleeves because it was cold outside, but a mini dress. It came to like mid-thigh and I had thigh-high tights on, which was a tip that I learned from you last winter and they're phenomenal, and then knee-high boots. So you don't really have to take off your clothes. I didn't have to take off my clothes. And it looked really cute because the the tops of the thigh highs were kind of peeking out from underneath the dress. Uh-huh. So I was almost completely covered up, <laughs> except for this tiny little sliver of thigh. And it looked really fucking sexy, right? Like uh-huh. I wasn't in like a naked Yandy dress. I was in a dress that I could have worn, you anywhere. know, anywhere, yeah. except you pair it with those thigh high tights. And it's like, holy shit, that's sexy. <laughs> so I'm sipping my whiskey and I'm watching Mr. Ams get a blowjob. And I just walk up to his head and I, I was like, it. can I sit on your face? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, sure. So I hike up my dress And I straddle his face and he just kind of pushes my underwear out of the way and he licks me and sucks me and goes down on me. (laughs) That goes down, right? Because he's laying out on the bed, but I'm sitting on his face Uh and I'm literally watching like an orgy happening, completely (laughs) dressed, getting amazing oral sex Uh because Mr. Ram's quite good at it. Mm-hmm. And my drink still has ice cubes in it. And I'm <laughs> sipping my whiskey until I came. And then I was like, cool, I'm out of here. Wait, did you spill the whiskey? No, of course not. <laughs> it's not my first time at the rodeo. How do you how do you have an orgasm with a whiskey? That's a good point. Hand? I think I must hug have it really tightly? I think I must have set it down right <laughs> at, at the point. end. Yeah, I think I must have set it down. But I'm uh, imagining it just going everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> like, that seems more com- fun. But, well, my hands I'm just don't usually convulse. Like my toes will curl, but my hands are pretty okay when I'm having an orgasm. Yeah. They're not doing weird things. But I think I must have put my drink. Down I would be at thinking that point. about the drink. I think yeah, it would be too, hard for too, me to too much yeah. focus. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I was a little bit buzzed. <laughs> Mr. Ams was driving home. So you didn't I didn't have to worry about it. Yeah. And when that was done, I literally climbed off of Mr. Ams, straightened my dress, straightened up my underwear, took my whiskey drink <laughs> back upstairs where you guys were chatting in the uh-huh. tent with the heaters. And I spent the rest of the party just hanging out, <laughs> drinking and talking and having a great time. Wow. It was great. <laughs> it was great. But like you guys, did you play at all at that party? I played with Mr. Ams. You played with bit. Mr. Ams? We just rolled around on the sofa. Oh, there you go. Made out like teenagers. Yeah. It was fun. Mr. Ams is a big old slut at these parties. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> I was glad to get my time with him. <laughs> kind of like punches dance card. Yeah. Yeah. So I did go home and have some awesome sex with Mr. Cat. Oh, Once you get yourself all riled up. Man, you know. it has been too long. <sighs> Cruise. This cruise. The cruise. <laughs> we are going to have a lot of fun on this Absolutely. cruise. Absolutely. Yay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So that's my hot tail. It's awesome. It was great. It was absolutely just like sex Kinda on like my terms. effortless. Yeah. <laughs> Am's way to do it. <laughs> Didn't even take my boots <laughs> off. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a little break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about swinger cruises. And we're back. Talking all about swinger cruises. So, Kat, what is a swinger cruise? It's a big cruise with lots of swingers. Yeah. There you go. Tell me more. (laughs) Break that down for those of us who aren't quite there yet. I'm not sure. Is this a swinger specific or is it just clothing optional swinger friendly? It's definitely not a requirement that you fuck people on the ship. I don't think that's ever a requirement. It's never, ever a requirement. So what is it? There are, I think, three or four travel groups. At least. That will take over an entire cruise ship. In this case, the event planner is Bliss Cruise and the ship that is being taken over is Royal Caribbean Oasis of the Seas. It's Oasis. One of the Oasis class the ships. Oasis. And they book the entire ship and they layer on top their events, their activities on top of what would just happen on any cruise ship. And then the only people who are allowed to book are adults and couples, right. like adults, you have to be an adult couple to right. to go. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just to clarify, you can be a male female couple or two females, right? But no guys, not two guys, not which two guys. seems a little seems unfair. Yeah, I think the reason is not because they necessarily aren't okay with a gay couple. I agree. I they think-, think that two single guys will book and then you'll have a bunch of single guys on this trip. Right. I think that's what it is. Right. So I get it. It does feel a little and bit And how do you prove unfair. you're a gay couple? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like a really bad rom-com it's not from good. the 90s. <laughs> yeah. So it's lifestyle friendly and that the events that are scheduled include having access to large playrooms where right. sex is allowed and nobody's checking who you're having sex with and well when does anybody ever check, check my point <laughs> is it, you could just have sex with your own partner right but okay. you could also swing you, you know you can play with other people it's big open playrooms big open playrooms Thank i'm you. sorry <laughs> Just, I'm just talking in circles today. Yeah, so there's playrooms. There's really fun, sexy activities. There's seminars. But it's like going on a cruise with a bunch of like-minded, open people. Yeah. So what activities do you think are different on this cruise than on like your family-friendly cruise? Like what kind of yeah. what kind of things do you think they have extra on this? Well, obviously the playrooms are a big right. difference. There's more than one, right? I think they take over a big portion of an outdoor deck and then they have an indoor playroom of some sort. And then the pool area is topless. 
So you can just topless. I think just topless. Mm, that's yeah. good. And everybody, I think, is going to be dressed up really sexy on the theme nights. Like you go to a, a cruise and there's usually a formal night and there's usually like a captain's night or something like that. But that's about it. I there's don't remember theme, any theme nights. nights. I, well, I don't know. I went on a Disney cruise and there's like Pirates of the Caribbean night and we all dressed up as pirates, but not sexy pirates. <laughs> Maybe I was like a little bit of a sexy pirate. <laughs> Arg. <laughs> But but I think the way people dress, the way people interact is going to be totally different oh, yeah. than the family friendly oh, yeah. cruise. And what about things that are the same? I hear there's still going to be a – there's like a play. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's going to be cats. 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 Angelica <laughs> oh cats, Angelica cats. Da, 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 da. I don't know the words. <laughs> To cats, I'm a very. Do you know, I don't. I didn't see cats. Ever. You've never seen cats. Mm-hmm. It ran on Broadway for like 40 years. Cats, <laughs> yes, and it didn't get better with age. <laughs> cats are not like cheese I or wine. Nowhere near Broadway when that was going on. So. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's right. Well, it also toured like a bazillion times. It's fine. It's oh. fine. You didn't see cats. It's fine. <laughs> I didn't watch Fantasy Island or whatever Are you we were talking about it? ahead of time. Are we or the love boat. You were talking boat. about the love boat. I never saw the love boat. So we both have gaps in our pop culture. <laughs> in any event. Are we going to yeah. see cats? Are we going to watch? Fuck no. We're not going to see cats. Why would we see cats? I know. I, I feel a little bad for yeah. them, you know, doing it because I can't performers. imagine there's going to be a lot of people in the audience. Yeah. I don't know. And there's comedians too. There's, there's a lot of different – entertainment. And mm-hmm. of course, all the restaurants are open. The shops are open. There's a large promenade in the middle of this ship. This ship. Which is like a party space. Huge. I have sailed on this ship before. Fun fact. I have sailed on this ship before yeah. too. With kids though. Well, so I was not with kids, but three years ago, almost to the day, I was on this ship with my sisters when I sent a message to Mr. Am saying, yeah, Let's explore the lifestyle. So it's like full circle. Amazing. It's my three-year swingerversary. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what a weird coincidence. But amazing ship. This is the the most amazing ship I've ever been on. Yeah, this is a really big ship. And I have to say I've been on both this ship and the Freedom Class with Royal Caribbean. And I actually like the smaller boat better. The smaller ship, yeah. Because things are a little more together. This is going to be big. But I don't know. Maybe on a cruise like this, you want those separate spaces. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work out. But it's going to be awesome. Again, I'm a little nervous about how many people are going to be on this ship and how big the ship is and how that's going to change the dynamic of meeting and connecting with people. So we'll see. We'll see how that gets navigated. Why would someone go on a swinger cruise as opposed to a hotel takeover or desire or just any other sort of adult sex positive vacation? Well, I imagine it's going to be a lot like uh, an extended hotel takeover, you know, just a really, really big hotel for a really long time. (laughs) That's a lot of nights. You can't go anywhere. You can't get away from it. No. Not that we want to, but. But yeah, you're on a boat. You can't just leave if you don't like it. So we'll see. I have concerns. I have concerns if that's totally obvious. Well, just that I won't like it. I'm afraid it's going to be raunchy, that sex is going to happen like in public spaces. You've been looking at the Facebook pages. 
with Mr. Ams. Yeah. We've started to do a little bit of research about what we should prepare for. And I've packed because I'm crazy about packing in advance, Mm -hmm. but really I haven't done any other research to prepare. Mr. Ams is cracking me up on this because he is looking at all the Facebook stuff, all the groups, and he keeps sending us pictures with little bios about people. And it does seem like maybe a big population that's going to be a little bit aggressive and really yeah. like going for it. And that if that's your thing, that's awesome. Yeah. But I maybe feel like you a little overwhelmed by that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people want to connect in advance of the cruise. And I don't know if that's to save time to get to the fucking part or just because it's fun. I mean, before we went to PCAP, we had that Whova app and we were connecting with all sorts of people and it felt really great. You were just making friends. It wasn't even a lot of flirting or anything like that. Yeah. I felt like by the time we got there, I already knew people. Right. So there is- But this is- This ship is so big. I can't imagine- we're even going to see the same people on the Facebook page. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you make a plan to meet. Well, and maybe that's the tone. So a Facebook group was created, I think, by the Swinger Cruise. So when we booked through Tiff and Rachel, we booked through the Swinger Cruise, which is owned by Ms. Lynn, who we'll be talking to a little bit later in the episode. And I think she was the one who created the Facebook page. And it is a great way to connect with people in advance of the cruise. There were people who were going to meet and greets and having dinner with, you know, other people who live nearby. There were people who are putting out their faces and their cabin number, but there were a lot of people who were kind of stating their sexual preferences. Well, I was going to say, if you're into something specific, it's probably a good idea to go on a Facebook group or something like that to kind of seek out other people who are into the same thing you are. Right. It kind of eliminates that time that you spend the first, you know, two or three days trying to find your people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. No, I I get it. And people have been very respectful, but there's a lot of diverse sexual interests that are coming out of this <laughs> Facebook page. I'm trying to say that with no judgment. And it's hard because some of the things that people are into are very different from the things that with I would eyes be into. Kinda, woo, yes. And the other thing that I've observed is the demographic of people who are going on this ship is very different from what I see hotel takeovers Mm -hmm. or at Desire or at big lifestyle events that I've been to. There's a much broader range of demographic, which is great. It means that there's a space in the lifestyle community for for everybody. It doesn't matter how young you are, how old you are, all different body types, all different ethnicities, all different sexual interests. So it's great to see that. But of course, what somebody's into and and attracted to tends to be more limited and less inclusive. And so it does feel like it's hard to find people that you're super attracted to in this list. Yeah, I agree. I love you all. (laughs) I just don't want to fuck you all. Right. Yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. I think at the same time, though, the ship is so big, you know, that uh, wherever anything is happening that you don't want to see or be a part of, Oh, yeah. just go somewhere else. Yeah. And I've never, ever in any swinger lifestyle ethical non-monogamy event, I've never had somebody who put a lot of pressure on me to do anything. Yeah. You get invitations, overtures, that sort of thing, but never felt coerced. I've never felt like nobody's ever groped me at an event or anything like that. So I don't anticipate that. Well, and they have a lot of rules. 
Yes, there is a full code of conduct that you have to read through and, and sign and, and sign. send back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had to do that like a full two weeks before. Yeah. And COVID tests, we had to have our vaccine card and we had to have a negative COVID test before we get on the ship, which makes a lot of sense to me. So I'm glad that Bliss is taking those kind of precautions and setting the rules. And there was like a whole list of rules on the playroom, like what you can and can't do in the playrooms, which I think is good. And it's talking about no means no, and you have to ask first. And I mean, there were some rules that feel like they should be common sense, but I'm glad they're just putting it out there. Like no urinating or defecating. Like, mm-hmm. oh, but really? I know. Yeah. I did not see that. But you know, everybody's play Clearly, taste is different. I didn't different. read into yeah, that you know. closely enough. I was just like, yeah, I'm did not you doing read the rules things. of conduct? <laughs> No, you didn't. I don't think I really did. That's bad. Well, but I signed it, so I'm responsible for whatever's on there. So, well, so like I said, we accidentally booked through a travel agent. And I have to say, Miss Lynn She's and her amazing. team have been sending out great emails with lots of information that you would just expect from any cruise. But mm-hmm. I'm, we're not going to go into that because you can find resources anywhere about how to be a good cruiser, but also things about what to expect in the playroom and how to connect with people at dinner. Like there's this whole concept of just showing up and getting sat Whatever. at a table, like a 10 person table when you're mm-hmm. just a couple and then you're just, you know, sitting randomly with Instantly whomever. Yeah. yeah. And what a different spin that has when you're on a lifestyle friendly cruise versus a regular cruise because lifestyle people are super friendly. They will talk to anybody and be open with anybody. So I I think that's actually really a cool way to meet new people on the ship. So Miss Lindsay Mills have been great. What are some of the tips that she gave? Let's see. She talked a lot about getting to know people ahead of time with the Facebook groups. And there's pre-cruise meet and greets that bliss sponsor which is really nice like on a day or the day before in miami that's great she had a whole thing about the theme parties right which i think it's going to be interesting to see how much people really get into the theme parties on this ship yeah you know i've been packing for this cruise and my bedroom is like a disaster there's things everywhere and the theme nights are very they're not difficult Except the one that I had the most problem with is purple. Yes, I had to buy something for purple. It's supposed to be the easiest one. And yet, like, Mr. Cat doesn't have anything purple. Yeah. I didn't have anything sexy purple, so. But uh, what are the other themes? Mardi Gras Mardi was it? Mardi Trois was the theme. All That Sparkles was, That's like. That's the formal night. The big formal night. Right. Tropical. Yes. Island. Island vibes, Island I think. Island vibes, yeah. Yeah. And something BDSM vampire. Yes. Yeah. Um, BDSM vampirus style, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And then animal. That's inner it. animal. That's a- I go, yeah. For all oh, of it. Oh, and glow. And glow, of course. Glow is going to be so much fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward that. to that. I dig the like EDM dance music that you get at glow parties. So, but I was able to find the only thing I bought. Mr. Amps bought a bunch of Mardi Gras stuff and i'm just gonna wear like a sexy dress and some beads and a a mask or something but i'm not phoning it in but i'm not getting super elaborate because i'm already gonna have to bring so much stuff right and it's a small room that's right so compared to desire i'm kind of keeping my theme costumes a little toned down yeah i'm thinking when we get back i'm gonna have to revise the ultimate packing list oh yeah to include some things that you need on a cruise ship or maybe just make another one for cruises 
Yeah. Because I think it's going to be a little different. I have a friend who's a traveler. Mm -hmm. uh, she travels a lot. And she suggested that I bring like this shoe thing. Shoe. This clear shoe thing to put all your oh, stuff I, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. I have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A over-the-door shoe organizer yeah. for cruises. That is a great little tip. I didn't know that. So the other big thing for cruises that everybody's talking about is, I'm going to call it the calling card <laughs> because slut card just sounds so bleh. But essentially, it is a card with you and your spouse's name, maybe your picture. You can write your cabin number or mm -hmm. other contact information on it. And it's like this way to reconnect with people that you meet on the ship that you would maybe never see again because there's so many people there. And Mr. Ams and I went back and forth. He's like, we've well, got to get the slut cards. I'm like, I don't, I don't want anything called a slut card. That sounds terrible. But he convinced me to get them. And I do see some wisdom in it. Well, we got ours too. So yeah. maybe we call them connection cards. Connection. I like, I like calling card. It sounds so old fashioned. <laughs> Care to fuck? <laughs> You're so proper. I know. <laughs> And then we have our name necklaces. Oh, yeah. That is important. That's important. I suspect the pool scene is going to be similar to like going to a resort, like Desire, the hanging out. And it is nice to have the name necklaces. It's a great way to remember people's names. For people It seems like if you names. don't have one, it's like, where's your name necklace? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a big thing. And it's not that hard to line it up ahead of right. time. If you can go to Etsy and bunch of people. You go to Michael's. It. Michael's has the little leather yep. thong and the beads. Yeah. You can totally make one of those. Did you say thong? Thong. The leather thong. Oh. Not that. Yeah. I didn't know it was called a thong. Yeah. What What do you call it? I don't know. Necklace string? I don't know. I guess it's okay. It's okay. called a thong. Right. I didn't know that. <laughs> when I think of a leather thong, I think of a leather thong. I know because you're a dirty, Come on, dirty girl. girl. I don't think of a necklace. Have you ever owned a leather thong? No. 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 Little booty shorts. It doesn't breathe. Not, no. I think you need more breathable material between your cheeks. <laughs> oh, it's all got to breathe. <laughs> In any it's event. thin. It's little. It doesn't That's take true. up much That's true. It doesn't room. take up a lot of yeah. room. What else did Miss Lynn tell us about? Oh, she was talking a lot about the different seminars and classes that you can access when you're on the ship, which I thought was very interesting. I did not realize there were so many sort of like sit-down seminars that you could do. Yeah, there's the uh, Dr. Ray who right. invented Cialis. Yeah. His seminar is called Hard Science. <laughs> but um, bum So yeah, that's going to be interesting. Miss mm -hmm. Lynn teaches a newbie swinger that's class. That's great. You know, I actually think this could be a very interesting vacation for somebody who's just curious I about think so too. lifestyle. I think any of these vacations like mm -hmm. even desire is great for people who are just curious, who are open-minded, who just want to see what it's all about, not necessarily thinking that they're going to swing, but just, you know, want to meet interesting, fun people Yeah, and are yeah. thinking about it because there's no pressure whatsoever to do anything. Right. And I would think on a ship with 4,500 people, the pressure is even less. Yeah. Because nobody knows you. Nobody knows what you're yeah. doing. I guess the only concern I would have for someone who's new is, is there going to be sex in public, right? I think not, right? I don't think so. I think it's restricted. And it, I think it's because of the crew on the ship. Sure. Maybe? I don't yeah. think there's sex everywhere. So is it going to be raunchy? The other thing is, you know, in smaller groups, the smaller the group, the more everybody kind of knows 
the rules and the norms. And this is a really That's large true. group. So I wonder if everybody knows that you don't like growth. Do you think people. other people didn't didn't read we didn't read the, the code of conduct? The code of conduct. You mean people don't read 30-page documents? I don't know, it wasn't that long. No. No, I'm sure that the rules are enforced because honestly, an asset like a giant cruise ship is too valuable and these things would get shut down really really fast if the event coordinators weren't policing the activity. So I have to think it's probably pretty above board. And, you know, Tiff and Rachel have said the most amazing things about it. Right. This is their favorite week of the year. I'm excited because they have a bunch of people that that are going with them. Like they have a whole party group. Yeah. And uh, we get to be a part of that. So I feel like we're not really going by ourselves. That's true. I take a tremendous amount of comfort in the fact that we will have some friends on the ship, not just Tiff and Rachel, who I absolutely adore, Mm -hmm. but we have some friends who are local to our area, some listeners who are also going as well. So That had booked way before we did. I mean, I don't think we even knew. I think the majority of the people on the ship had had booked in 2020. And of course, that cruise got canceled. So I am really thrilled to connect with some friends that we don't know particularly well, some of different Rachel's friends that we've only met a couple of times. And I think that's going to be great. When meeting strangers and stuff just feels overwhelming, I can always lay back on hanging out with friends and hanging out with you and Mr. Cat. Maybe do more than hang out with Mr. Cat would be nice. It's been a little while. Well, we've been busy. I know. It's been crazy busy. Yeah. All right. I think we should bring in our subject matter expert and find out a little bit more about what we should expect on this trip. Sounds good. Okay. So we're going to talk with Ms. Lynn of theswingercruise.com, who has been just fantastic in providing us resources in advance of the cruise. Mm -hmm. So without further ado, let's bring in Ms. Lynn. Today, we're here with Miss Lynn, owner of theswingercruise.com. Hi, Lynn. Welcome to the show. Oh, it is a delight to be here with you ladies today. I'm so excited that you are coming on a cruise with me soon. Yes, Yes, Miss Lynn. It is great to see you live. We've been getting all of your emails in advance of the cruise. Super awesome information. And we are so glad to pick your brain before we go. Well, that's what I am known for. I tell you what, I've been on, well, you probably want to know, I've been on 38 full ship charters in my wow. career so far. Yeah, oh my god! So many. <laughs> I have been on everyone's full ship charter since the start of this. And that's what people know me for. They know me because I'm able to help people who are brand new, get ready and have the best fucking vacation. So how long have you been doing the swinger cruises? Well, the Swinger Cruises started, I think, about 10 years ago, but I've been running a full-service travel agency for 25 years, so. Nice. How is a trip like Bliss Cruise different from your typical, you know, family-friendly cruise? What happens is a company like Bliss Cruise takes a beautiful ship, like Oasis of the Seas, and they take all the same programming that would happen on the ship, and they overlay it with lifestyle 
parties, lifestyle entertainment, educators, theme parties, DJs, they add a whole nother layer of it and it is nonstop excitement. So if you like on a regular Royal Caribbean cruise, if you like going on the flow rider, if you like climbing the rock climbing wall, if you like the show, you'll still get that. But you'll also get sex educators. You're going to get wild theme parties. Wait till you see what they do with this ship on glow party night. I mean, they turn it into a festival. It's wow. amazing what happens. Yeah. Wow. We love a good glow party. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I'm glad to hear that there are still all of the sort of typical experiences and activities that you would get on a regular cruise. Very, very cool. So you mentioned you've been on 36 38. 38. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm terrible at math. 38. Miss <laughs> Lynn says 38. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And how many of them have been run by the Bliss Cruise? Ooh, you know what? I'm going to have to guess because for a long time they were doing two a year. And then some years they've done three. Mm-hmm. And this coming summer, they've got one starting in Europe. So mm. maybe 2025. 20, I'm just guessing. Swingers love yeah. to party. <laughs> no wonder and, and they're adding people, more uh, cruises. Well, they do. And but with all the different brands that take place, people do this type of a vacation two or three times a year, in addition to their vacations where they go on land. And then like they usually do a family vacation too. So you girls are going to know, ladies <laughs> are going to know once you go just how much fun it is. I would say that most people who come on the cruises like this make a reservation to come back before they get off the ship. It's I- that good. I'm amazed at how big this one is. Over 4,000 people? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Oasis of the Seas is the world's largest cruise ship. I mean, it is the flagship of the Royal Caribbean line. I mean, this is their big ship. It's amazing. Mm. I mean, it's an absolutely beautiful ship. Wait till you see it. And then wait till you see it all dressed up for sexy fun. It's it's really going to be good. Nice. So are people like naked all the time or are we going to be shocked by anything that we see? Is it just like a free-for-all craziness? You know what? That is the biggest question that new couples ask before they come on a cruise like this. It's kind of, is everybody going to be naked? And is my wife going to get groped in an orgy pile? Those are the two big questions. People want to know, you know, is it the nice thing about this is there's a set of rules and we're just about to get get on the cruise. So I don't know if you've seen the conduct policy yet, Mm -hmm. but there will be a conduct policy that everybody who gets on board agrees to. And no, you can't be naked everywhere. We have to be respectful of the people who work and live on that ship. There's a ton of employees on board. A lot of them come from, you know, very conservative backgrounds. So what you might want to know is that the employees all have the opportunity to opt in to be on that cruise. Oh, so because of, because of the adult content, they all have the opportunity to be to opt in. And most of them take it because it is the easiest, most fun and best tipping week of their year. <laughs> That's um, awesome. And no, not everybody is naked everywhere. There's places you can be naked. Well, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. So you can be naked at the pool. You could be naked in the playrooms. If you're going to the dining room, you got to cover your naughty bits. <laughs> now you can be super sexy, but you got to have the bits covered. If you're walking on the promenade, if you're going to a dance party, at the dance parties, you can be topless. Okay. But otherwise, you know, if you're in the dining room, you want to be covered reasonably and sometimes a little chilly. So (laughs) (laughs) So if a couple is 
maybe not in an open marriage, but just sort of sex positive and, and, and curious, or they're really, really new to lifestyle. Is this something you would recommend for them? There is something for everybody on this. And I think I started to say that the thing people worry about the most is their, their beautiful wife being groped or not having consent. And the nice thing about the way the ship is set up is that consent is followed. People especially people in the lifestyle, right? They know how to ask. And, you know, in a lot of the relationships, women kind of control what's happening in the flow. So there's always consent. People ask before being touched because it's a couple's only thing. There's not any out of control behavior. The couple kind of monitors what's happening between themselves. So yes, it's good for everybody. I have clients who come who are exhibitionists. They want to go with their partner into the playroom and have people watch them. Mm -hmm. There are people who come who just want to watch. I've had people come on this cruise. I had this lovely Indian couple from New York. They're not open at all. Mm -hmm. They come because people are so friendly to them. And when they go on vacation and they're shy and when they go on vacation, nobody talks to them. Right. And they come on this because everybody is super friendly. And they just say, you know, no, that's not our thing. And people don't care. It's just an open, friendly festival atmosphere. We've all been on those vacations, even when they're adult-only oh. resorts. And you go and nobody talks to you. Or you start talking to them and they look at you like, like you're eyes weird. bulging yes. out, like, what's going on? Right. <laughs> Why are you talking to my husband? <laughs> hey, quit talking to my husband. Right, right. <laughs> Yes. No, it, the lifestyle people are the friendliest people. Well, mostly because they want to fuck you. Well, yeah. That, <laughs> you know, I'm just going to be honest, right? It, sure. But sure. never without yeah, permission. You know, I teach the new couples class on the Bliss Cruise. I teach the Swinger 101 for new couples. So I've been helping new couples get comfortable with the things that people should do to make it a positive and even transformational experience to come on a Bliss Cruise. So it's always taught on the, like the first, not the first day you get on the ship, but the very next, you know, late morning, we do this. And I've had about 150 couples in my class on past cruises. And, you know, we always get a huge turnout. So people come, they learn the basics. We learn terminology, how to have the talk between the couple if they haven't done that, because some new couples get on board and they don't know what they're even getting into. Wow. Sure. They haven't talked about boundaries or limits or how to say no or how to say yes. And then also how to talk about it after to make it be an activity that's made them come closer rather than something that gets weird. So that's fantastic. I didn't even realize that you did that, (laughs) (laughs) that you had like a newbies, you know, sort of orientation. I think that's great. Yeah. 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 What other ways can people you know, meet up or I I see that there are lots of flyers coming with lots of activities, meet and greets and like so many meet and greets, so many different groups. There is something for everybody. Can't do everything on a bliss cruise. I mean, you can't even do everything on a regular cruise, but then you double the amount of activities. So there are meet and greets for every interest, most age groups. There's like a parlez-vous français meet and greet. Usually there's a different, you know, foreign languages meet and greet. So do you have to have be French or is it just if you want to meet French people? <laughs> I, mean, um, I, French people. I go French to the people. newbies meet and greet because I like to meet the new me. I'm so, so. sophisticated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, no, no. I always go to the newbies meet and greet because I always want to meet the new meet too. So wow. no worries wow. about that. Go to the parlez-vous because you want to have that kind of experience. Wonderful. Yeah. And you can and- go to the you can go to the kinky meet and greet if you want to 
do that. You can go to the Tantra meet and greet if you want to learn about that. So you can connect with couples who are interested in what you're interested in. That's what it's all about. Connections. Nice. So I'm sure a lot of people, including myself, have questions around how play is navigated on the ship. Where is play happening? What do the playrooms look like? How is it set up? You know, are people having sex by the pool? Like, is it raunchy? So what's the play situation like? It's not as easy as it looks, I would say. Or it's not as easy as someone who's never been on something this might imagine. Because, okay, 4,300 people, they're all there with the same intended purpose. But, you know, for couples looking for other couples, many of the times they want to have a four-way match. So these two like these two, and and they're going to hook up together. So there's a lot of talking. There's a lot of socializing that goes on. Where does play happen? It's going to happen in the playrooms or in your room. Mm -hmm. You can dance sexy. You can make out. But once it starts looking like sex, penetrative sex, oral sex, they're going to say, take it inside, take it inside, take it inside. You can't do that in front of the Royal Caribbean staff. It's Mm -hmm. a respect issue. Sure. And tell me more about the playrooms. I'm super intrigued. They're gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. Make sure to take some time to go to the playrooms. Now, early on in the cruise, they'll do a tour. So during the tour, you can actually just get on the ship and see what's going on in there. And they'll give you a little orientation for the playrooms. You can go in, take a look around. It's beautiful. They have pipe and draped beds, special mattresses, and they even have some mattresses where there's like group mattresses. So there's several playrooms. There's indoors, there's outdoors. Some playrooms are designed for ladies only. Some are designated for couples only. So there's usually several of them. So take a look at the brochure, the program, see what they're offering on this particular cruise and make sure to take a look at them. They're really awesome. So you talked a little bit about glow night. What are the typical themes and do people really dress up? Do they go all out? Theme parties are a way to open conversations. So especially if somebody is shy, I would encourage them to go ahead and plan to dress for the theme parties. Because people talk about their costumes. It's a wonderful conversation opener. And I would say most people either go all out or they at least do an accent mm-hmm. to, you know, to, to participate. If it's glow night, they'll wear maybe a glow necklace or, you know, some people are head to toe in the glow and it, it's really fun. And there's a theme party every night. We love theme parties. Yeah, they're fun. <laughs> they are fun. What do you guys like about the theme parties? I like to dress up. I mean, I just love the outfits. I love the planning ahead of time and what we're going to wear. And just like you said, it's a great conversation starter. You can always go up to someone and say how much you love their costume. Exactly. And the other thing is, is you can kind of start living out some fantasy because I think on board, there's a, there's a BDSM vampire theme, which (laughs) opens the door to all sorts of fantasies for my favorite outfits. Yeah, (laughs) I love that. That's like prom night for me. I love it. It's (laughs) To see all the couples and the beautiful, I mean, people put on costumes that they have always wanted to wear. And then, you know, you put on the outfit and you start to feel sexier. When you feel sexier, you act sexier. When you act sexier, you start having a sexier overall experience. So it's really good. Nice. But it's okay. I mean, some people, there's always a little group. Maybe they'll go be going to a specialty restaurant that night. And they just were going to have a special dinner with their partner and not be in the melee of the parties. So it's perfectly okay to go at your own pace, to go all out or just to, you know, do an accent. That's great. Wonderful. 
And what kind of people are you likely to meet on a Bliss Cruise? What are their ages? What do they look like? What are they into? So imagine that you have an age span of 21 into the late 80s. Then most people are 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. But there are some people who come on this cruise and I want to be able to do it when I'm their age too. So there's, there's, there's every body type. Mm-hmm. There's every age group. There's every interest. I mean, think about this, 4,300 people. Huh. There's going to be somebody who likes something that you like. It's just a matter of going to the right meet and greet and finding them. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Any last little pearls of wisdom that our listeners should know if they're thinking about joining the next Bliss Cruise? Well, if they're thinking about joining the next Bliss Cruise, here's the crazy thing about it. These things sell out way in advance. The pandemic has you know, put a little bit of a damper on it, but it is back and it's back strong. So if people had cruises that were canceled in 2020, they've all moved to 21, to 22, and to 23. Mm. So believe it or not, these big ships are almost close to being sold out already. Wow. Because my customers, and, and they know this. When they're on board, they book the future cruises. What's coming next, they can always change their plans later, moderate fees, but they want to know they have the cabin, that they've got the space, and they've got the option to get in on what really is. And it's our tagline, but we call it the best fucking vacation. It is so much fun. <laughs> you guys are going to love it. And I want to hear about it after you have this experience, because it's going to... It's so hard to know what's going to light you up, but there is something that's going to light everybody up on this ship. We can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited. Miss Lynn, thank you so much for speaking with us. If our listeners want to learn more about your travel agency, where do they find you? How would they work with you? We are theswingercruise.com and we're a travel agency offering all of the cruises. So we do bliss, but the nice thing about working with us is we're travel agents. We're here to consult and make sure you're on the right ship for what you guys want, not just the one product we happen to sell. So theswingercruise.com. There's me and there's Brian in the office and we would love to talk with you. Thanks so much. Wonderful. Thank you, Lynn. Thanks for joining us. Such a pleasure. Thank you, ladies. Can't wait to see you on board. And we're back. Well, Miss Lynn was quite enthusiastic, She's wasn't great. she? Yeah. Yeah, she is. <laughs> it's good to put a face to the emails and the messages. And it is clear that she... She's done this before. She loves what she does. <gasps> yeah. That's great. You know, you never work a day in your life if you love what you do. So. She's been on so many cruises. A crazy amount of cruises. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it seems like she's probably on a cruise almost all oh, the time. Like every other month. I didn't know they had that many cruises. I know. That's a lot. That's a lot. It made me feel better about some of the concerns that I had. So that was good. All right. Sexy homework. Sexy homework. I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're just going to explore everything. Yeah. We got to go on a cruise. Yeah. That's easy. That's That's happening in a week. And try to explore all the different things that they have. I mean, I think there's going to be a lot of events, a lot of little, a lot of little things they have to, because how else will you meet people? So yeah. What would be good, sexy Homework for the cruise. Cats. Cats. <laughs> no. Totally not cats. Totally not. not cats. No. Are you going to try to make 
connections? Are you going to seek out? Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I mean, it's easy for me to talk to people at the pool, things sure, like that. Sure, sure. You know, everybody's just kind of mingling and, and, uh, I'll probably do that. I mean, it's pretty, pretty given. Yeah. Maybe, uh, I do like the idea of dining with different people. Yeah. I think that is a great way to meet people. Totally. I think it's easy, especially when you have friends on a ship to just hang with your friends. Mm-hmm. So I do think making an effort to connect with other people right. is great. Well, what would be the point of that? Because we can do that at home, hanging That's out true. with our people. You know? That's true. What else? Are we going to do any of the excursions? What? I don't even know where we're getting off the ship at. Where does <laughs> the ship Martin. go? St. Martin. And oh, St. Thomas. And, and Coco Cay. Right. Which is right. their designated island. Right. Their own island. Yeah. I don't care oh. if we don't get off the ship. I mean, I kind of imagine COVID is going to make that a little bit more complicated. We have to wear clothes. We, we do have to wear clothes. That is true. Yeah, I have to wear clothes on most parts of the ship. That's too. one of the things I was thinking about is the clothing thing. Because yeah. there's a lot of inside spaces where you have to wear clothes. And then yeah. you're going from inside to outside to inside to outside. Oh and so there's going to be a lot of clothing changes. How many, how many suitcases are you bringing? Well, the rooms are so small, I'm trying to consolidate. So yeah. I'm only bringing like three. And that's not just me. That's me and that's you. Mr. Cat. Yeah. One for shoes. <laughs> one for boots. One for costumes. One and for one flats. One for regular stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then all the crap we have to bring with us. Yeah, that's true. We've like, got some swag and stuff. Well, yeah. And like, you know, the over the door hanger thing. Yes. That's, that's oh, yeah. That's true. Little, little things, whiteboards for yeah. our doors. Little, little twinkly lights and yeah. magnets and accessories yeah. for the thing. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. Well, you know, we got like big ass duffel bags. I think that's what we'll bring because then we can put them under the bed. Right. So I'm really going back and forth about the playroom and do I want to play in the playroom and what's that going to look like? And is that going to be sexy for me? So I'm curious about the playroom. Mm-hmm. I'm not setting a sexy homework to play in the playroom because no. if I, I'm, I'm not gonna, feeling it, I'm not feeling exactly it. exactly what I was thinking. If, if it's good, I'll do it. If it's If I don't feel it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And I'm also going to try to stay up past midnight. No. I know. I just feel like maybe all the shit happens after midnight. You might have to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can take a nap in the middle of the day. Yes. Disco nap. Although when we tell the guys we're going to take a nap, do they really let us go take a nap? They don't. It depends on it depends on the guy, Mister Cat. Not so much. Mister Ams is like snoring in five minutes. (laughs) But yeah, no, I think a disco nap. That's my sexy homework. I'm gonna disco nap every single day, and it will be glorious. No, it's gonna be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. (laughs) Me too. Until then, bon voyage. So that's our show. Thanks for swinging by. And don't forget, you deserve great sex. Now go get some. If you love the Two Hot Wives podcast, be sure to subscribe. And if you really love the show, rate us or give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks for listening. Take my clothes off. <laughs> and I thought you were going to tell me that you, like, you know, you took off your panties in front of him all sexy. No, no, no. you just moved them out of the way. Yes. All right. Hey, you want to do this or not? I got my whiskey. <laughs> I'm leaving my boots on.
I'm not taking off my thigh highs. I'm not no. even taking off my underwear. You want to kiss my pussy? You're just going to have to move it out of the way. Don't make this hard. I'm drinking me. my whiskey. Don't bother me.